Welcome to Hoots Hollering, the weekly Hoots Media Variety Show. I'm James, and Stacy's with me this week. Hello. Hello. The reason she's here uh, is because one, Thomas is in Gatlinburg, and two, we wanted to do a showcase episode of Weekly Buddy Time this week. And it's special. Uh, I don't think we've... Have we ever showcased Weekly Buddy Time before? No, we have not. Even though I think... I don't, I'm not sure exactly who was first, if it was Retrad or Weekly Buddy Time, but I'm, we might have been the first official <laughs> no, show. No, no, we mm. tried was definitely first. Mm. You just didn't pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so we haven't done that, but you and Devin have both been on the show multiple times. Yes. So it's about time that we, uh, even though We Tried doesn't really, I mean, I'm sorry, Weekly Buddy Time doesn't really even need showcasing because you guys have the the most popular show on the network of course <laughs> yay since we're doing a spotlight um we're not really spotlighting a past episode we're actually giving the hoots hollering listeners a sneak peek into next week's weekly body time episode right yeah it won't post until yet uh next week yeah so um what's special about this one so actually, we chose to highlight this one because of actually uh, the disc episode that uh, Hoot Tolerant did last week. And we thought that would be a good segue because um, if you liked that episode, then I think you'll like not only this episode of Weekly Buddy Time, but just Weekly Buddy Time's uh, general topic. It's just kind of mm-hmm. like... It's all about understanding yourself and self-help. Self-discovery. Yeah, self-discovery. And so, um, but it just so happens that we, in this episode that we're uh, showcasing, uh, Devin and I talk about um, the a similar thing called Strength Finders, which is a similar thing about uh, personality char- characteristics. And then we also mm-hmm. mentioned DISC, because of course she is DISC certified, so she talks about it as well. And then we also thought it was kind of a good recap of what we do because on the same episode we talk about our uh new year's resolutions we kind of do a mid-year check-in so you kind of get a preview of uh kind of what we do week to week and then also just a general discussion about you know knowing oneself better so would you say it's a kind of a good jumping on point if you haven't ever listened to the show yeah i would say so okay all right was there anything else you wanted to say about the show or the episode in particular uh, just that uh, you can find us at weeklybuddytime.com. Um, the host, I know you mentioned Devin, but I don't know if, if we exactly said, but it's Devin Corinne, who also has the Tea and Chocolate podcast um, mm-hmm. and in addition to Weekly Buddy Time. Uh, and that's probably, that's probably about it. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. Easy enough. All right. Thanks for hollering at us. All right. Anytime you get really loud, it gets a little bit more echoey. Okay. I'll try to be calm. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Why are you laughing, James? Nothing. Welcome to Weekly Buddy Time with Stacy and Devin. A discussion between two friends, 569 miles apart, attempting to hold each other accountable around health and wellness. This week's episode, Weird Definition of Fun. I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. I know. I know. You know <laughs> I, would, 
I would recap my week, but you know, I just feel like you it's know, just you, you moved, you moved, so that <laughs> right? happened. Yeah, um, and uh, I believe that Rachel and and Nick are like visiting right now. So uh-huh. you know, you're yep. um, yeah, you're you're a little busy. You're a little busy. Yep. I'm so busy. I, um, I have no idea what I've done with my week. My mind is a blank. <laughs> <laughs> you probably. Uh, played with your kids. Yeah. And there were swimming lessons. Swimming lessons happened. Yep. Um, yeah. You made some small foods. <laughs> tiny foods. <laughs> I made tiny foods. Tiny foods. Tiny foods. That's it. Tiny foods. I didn't do that again. I yeah. really do need to See? do that again. See? Maybe this is yeah. one of those things like, you know, we're telling the future, but did the future happen Ooh. because we talked about it? Do, 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 do. So did but, you make tiny foods because yes. we talked about it? Yes, I did. You know? I did make tiny yeah. foods because we talked about it. This is getting really meta. This is getting meta. Yeah, I, can't, it is. I can't handle this anymore. Okay, so Stacy. Yes. We have been wanting to talk about a few things that we keep putting off and putting off and putting off. So let's not yes. put it off anymore. Let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, we've been wanting to talk about our resolutions. We've been wanting to talk about yes. strength finders, which is something that you did at work. I've been wanting to yes. talk about disc, which is something I do at work. Um, yes. So let's let's jump in. Let's All jump right. in. Yeah. Let's I think do we it. Are, this is July, um, and I think it's a good, good time to do Lord. a mid-year check-in on our resolutions. Yeah. So, Keep uh, us accountable. Which episode... I should have looked this up before we started. Which episode was it where we actually talked about our resolution? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Um, shoot. Well, I didn't it was, start It was a while notes. back. Yeah, maybe you'll have to put that in the show notes, because I didn't start keeping track of, like, notes until um, episode 10. Right. Um, we, I can't remember if we talked about our resolutions in the no gallbladder club or something about our toolbox. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it was probably one of them. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know which one. Uh, anyway, what did I do with my, I mean, how did I keep track of things before episode 10? I don't understand. Oh, here we go. Yeah. The no gallbladder club is where we did our resolutions. Oh, good. It's okay. uh, January 1st in 2019. So I will put that in show notes. Okay. What episode? Um, oh, we don't have episode numbers have on the website. On yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. No, but, uh, but that is where we talked about what our, what our resolutions were for the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we thought it'd be a good idea to check in and let you know how we have progressed on, on these mostly cause I forgot what they were and I needed to look them up and <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, who, who wants, who that's wants to go good. first? You can tell that, uh, well, I'll go first just because okay. apparently that's just what I do. Um, and, uh, <laughs> just, I'm just going to go first because I, I'm a D. We'll go into that later. Don't worry. Right. You'll, you'll find I out think, all about it later. Uh, yep. I do think, yeah, I was going to say, I know for sure that'll come up later because, and it's really funny because, uh, my partner at work, my, my peer, I have one peer and, uh, he is the total opposite of me. We could not be more different personalities. And it's just really funny because I think he has learned, like, when we are on a call together with someone else and the person asks a question, he will pause and wait for me to answer because he knows that I'm going <laughs> to give my opinion first. And right. he just knows this is going to happen. And I just think it's funny that we, we get along really well. We're, we're definitely complementary yes. uh, opposites. And so... Um, it's a perfect fit. So I just think it's funny that he's like, yep, here goes Stacy. <laughs> there she goes again. There she goes again. There but she goes. <laughs> there she goes again. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but to show, 
just how well that you know we've done on our uh, resolutions. I think yeah, like you mentioned, uh, we both had to look them up to even remember yes. what they were. So this is going to go well. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yep. I'm pouring myself a little bit more wine. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good idea. It's going to be great. Um, okay, so I had four New Year's resolutions. Yes. And um, the first one was to do 30-day challenges uh-huh. every month. Um, How, um, I started with, as you, yeah, as you, if you recall, um, I started with a dry January, which was a lot of fun, even though, I mean, I hated it, but it was interesting. Um, so dry January. Your idea of fun. You keep on saying this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. I know. I really do have a really messed up definition <laughs> of fun because I think the weirdest things are fun. Um, but that, I think that goes back to the happiness, naturally happy, is I just find joy in everything. You or maybe know? it just means you're some sort of weird sort of uh, like masochist. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But, you know, we were a little worried about uh, moving away, you know, and everything like yeah. that. And then and when people ask, they're like, you know, oh, how do you like living in Chicago? And I'm like, oh, we like it, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, and I think, honestly, it doesn't matter where we would have moved. I yeah. think... I just would have found the upside of anything, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, and that's just what happens. It's just, Stacy just enjoys everything. Stacy enjoys. <laughs> yeah, Stacy enjoys. The Stacy enjoys. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. Um, so, uh, 30 challenges. So, January was dry January. February was no social media, which was huge. I mean, it was life-changing for me. Uh, um, so, I like that. Now... March was, this is where it starts getting a little fuzzy. <laughs> and I think I looked it up. I think March was when I stretched. Yeah, I think that was the stretching one. Yeah. Um, that one I didn't enjoy as much because um, I just didn't feel, I don't know, I just wasn't into it. And I actually prefer, I realized with that month that I prefer goals where I stop doing something or restrict myself from something versus trying to add something because with my personality if i don't if i don't feel like it i'm not gonna do it you know okay and that's just a if i had a rough day at work then i'm gonna come home and i'm gonna sit on the couch and i'm just gonna do what i want yes uh you know that inner adolescent that we talked about way many episodes ago um (laughs) is gonna come out and um and so that's the problem with adding things because it's, I mean, I think I did it. I think I definitely did it every day, but it's very likely that, you know, I could have, and I, and I think I only did it because it was only five exercises. So, um, <laughs> you know, it was very quick, right? But there was a high chance that, you know, I could have came home, had a bad day at work and was just like, no, I ain't doing it. You know? <laughs> so I just prefer things that I can subtract or restrict, not okay. add. Um, so anyway. However, now, looking back over these things and just kind of talking to you, I think we kind of talked a little offline. It might have been two episodes ago, but I think it was offline, just about um, those challenges and kind of how they how they were. I right, kinda, right. I want to try again. Um, okay. So I already have them planned out, actually. Oh, beca- okay. <laughs> yeah, I am that prepared. Ooh. Um, because when I originally did this, I made a list of, I, I don't know, at least 12, if not even more, of just ideas for 30-day challenges. Yeah. Um, and so I went back and reviewed that list, and I found five, because we have, you know, July's already half over with, so I'd have right. to start in August. So 
August, August, September, October, November, December. So that's five months remaining. So I picked five. Um, <clears throat> so they're going to be, I don't know what order yet, but, um, <laughs> so I, well, the one I circled was no red meat, but we all know that I won't do well at that. Um, <clears throat> so I think what I have to say is only eat chicken and fish oh, uh, <clears throat> got you. or poultry and fish. So, cause I, I can have chicken or turkey. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So chicken, turkey, and fish is what I'm going to try to do. Um, or, you know, as a side thought, I might do vegetarian for a month. Uh, yeah, I don't, okay. I'm not interested in vegan because, Aww. yeah, I want my milk and I want my Doritos. <laughs> uh, you know, I want, I want honey. Like, I don't think bees dislike making honey. I don't think bees are mistreated <laughs> in the process of making honey. <laughs> So, but you're stealing honey from them. They work so okay. they work so hard on that honey, and then you what decide are they gonna do with goodbye it? bees. I don't. I mean, I don't know what bees do with honey. They, they make it not for humans. They make it for <laughs> bee reasons. Uh, they have bee reasons. They got bee reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they miss it. I think they're cool. And you, you give them a house. You know, it's like rent. <laughs> I don't know about this. Why, okay, I, maybe you should research for the Why next year. make honey? <laughs> yes, um, because it could also be that they make honey just to protect their eggs or whatever, you know, to keep things no, out of okay. eating their no, eggs. No, 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 listen. They make honey as a way of storing food to eat over the cooler winter period when they are unable to forage and there are fewer flowers from which to gather food. So we, <laughs> we're stealing the food from the bees. We're stealing food from bees. So what do the bees, bees do in the winter? They starve, people. apparently, because we still no, they don't. honey. People don't kill their bees during the winter. What do <laughs> beekeepers do with their bees in the winter? They probably just make more bees. They make more honey. Make more yeah. bees. They also probably yeah. do that. Yeah. They may also... Um, what happens to bees when we take their honey? Oh, there we go. Yeah. But um, they may also... The yeah, keepers just, may they have They just a, grow it. They just make more honey. Yeah. You're keeping them from getting lazy. You know, because what if they made all their honey oh in like in May, you know, oh and then God. they were like, oh, we're done. We're done. Oh We've got God. enough for the winter. I'm just no. going to go sit on this no. flower over here. Why? And then and then their honey freezes this and they don't bees. have enough to make it through the winter because oh. they were lazy and didn't make enough. This is not Ant and the Grasshopper here. OK, these are bees. <laughs> also, it could be different where you're getting it from, because like, you know, bees in Chicago probably need that much honey. But bees in Knoxville, they don't need that much honey, you know? Bees in Florida don't need any honey. <laughs> Devin, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. Also, anyway, go ahead. Eggs, I, I like <laughs> eggs. Chickens like laying eggs, you know? But I do, but I know that eating, you can get. You're you can their get babies. You're eating but their, they're not their aborted fetuses. They're not fertilized. <laughs> this is going to be an animal rights podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> also, I don't, I don't want to hear you say or get mad at all about animal rights when you have cows in your front yard that you but, gladly kill and eat. Mm, yummy, delicious cows. Mm. Yeah. So don't you sit over there and act all high and mighty on your bees. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you can't, you can't get those little bees. I feel bad for the bees, but I do love honey. So, I mean, that's obviously not going to matter. Yeah. I will still eat the honey. But yeah. Well, unless, also, I decide, I know, unless I decide to go vegan, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do know that there are like, even though like actually cows like being milked because it releases the, um, 
Dude, there was we had a mama cow out there. I swear to God, her udder was like dragging the ground. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it was so it's bad. And I was like, oh my god, I just want to go milk you because you were like, obviously your baby is not eating enough, and you were like, yeah, very uncomfortable. Yes, oh, geez, it was so it so, was so painful to watch. Yeah, but I do know that with those types of animals, you can get into the treatment of them like. You right. know, it isn't that it isn't vegans don't drink. Well, they don't drink. They don't necessarily don't drink milk because cows don't want to give it because cows don't care about giving it. But um, it's because all the industry treats the cows yes, poorly to get exactly. the milk. So exactly. I get that. Let me just say that before I get added or, you know, before I get a lot <laughs> of hate mail. Me. Don't at me. Yeah, don't at me. So I get it. I get it. Um, uh, yeah. But uh, I still think bees are fine. But uh, <laughs> so I might try vegetarian, but I'm not going to. Um, go vegan. Um, okay. So anyway, that's one option. Um, another option is journaling daily. Um, mm-hmm. And I know I just talked about not doing things that add every day, but it's just there's only so many things you can take away. So, um, and I can't take away like fast food. Like I probably eat fast food once per month. You know, so I can't really like it doesn't make sense to make that a goal. You okay. Know? Okay, that's fair. Or like eating sweets, maybe for a month, but, and actually, well, I've been tracking my sweets and I have been eating more than I thought. So maybe sweets would be a good one to take away. <laughs> but anyway, uh, journaling daily, I think that would be neat. And I have one of those um, journals. Mine's called like, do something that inspires you daily. And so it's those, it's one a day and it's just like a quick prompt and it's just like write a couple sentences. So it's really quick. Right, right. Um, so I think that would be good. Um, the third one is <clears throat> trying to batch cook, which or maybe um, food prep. So that wouldn't necessarily be, I wouldn't be doing it every day, but just for yeah, a like month. every week. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes an entire day. So first right. you have to go to the grocery store. You have to make, the, you have to plan, you have to go to the grocery store, and then you have to cook for like an entire day. Right. Um, so, but yeah, just kind of seeing if I find the time that it saves me during the week, if I find that valuable or not. I would yeah. like to I'd be to interested in that. that because I keep, yeah. like, Thomas keeps suggesting that we do that, and it just sounds like hell on earth to me. So <laughs> I keep, like, resisting it because yeah. I don't even like to spend, like, five minutes in the kitchen, much, much oh, less... Man like an entire day um, i love cooking so love obviously it's not a problem i tell you what the hardest part is um the hardest part is having enough kitchen utensils when you cook that many meals because That's, i yeah. just cooked i think it was five different things well especially um, in your minimalist kitchen when you have like one <laughs> <yeah>. pot <laughs> that's true that's true yeah i do i have one pot two pans <laughs> um i have like you know three spoons <laughs> you know that's it but anyway uh yeah i found myself i was having to rinse or wash a bunch of things in order to use for the next right. recipe you know yeah so yeah that's the biggest hurdle but um number four is learn a new language that's kind of the new hotness with duolingo or there's like lingo deer or you know one of those free apps so um i would probably do spanish just because i have a background in spanish yeah um I would like to learn Japanese because that's what James is learning and I'd like to be able to talk to him. Like, I think it would be really fun. Um, and it's a, it's a lot easier to learn a language when you have someone you can actually talk to. In yes, it. absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so I would like to do that, but apparently Japanese is like incredibly hard. And maybe if I'm just doing it for fun, month, yeah, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, but 
I don't know. I'm kind of intimidated by something that's going to be really challenging and something that I'm not fully invested in in the first place. Yeah, that's you know? fair. So I don't know. We'll think about that one. But um, the fifth one is read every day. And that's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be a book. It can be an article, you know. Yeah. Like I, could, I could just read a quick article while I'm on the toilet, you know, <laughs> like yeah. whatever. But um, so read, just read something every day. And I bet I'll have a lot more to talk about when we come to our podcast, you know. Mm, mm, I can mm. read, the, read the news. <laughs> The news. Yeah, I could read the news. No, I would not read the news. But anyway, <laughs> so that's my status. So I've failed horribly. I've I've done uh, out of seven possible thirty day challenges, I've done three. Okay. But I would like to start them up again. So I plan to start them in August. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. My second one was lose thirty pounds. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and let me just tell you, as of I think I weighed myself last weekend. Um, in preparation, like just getting my notes together. Yeah. And I'm up three pounds for the year. Oh, so that's the wrong way. Now I did this week. I did lose a half a pound. So now I'm only up two and a half pounds, but there you still, go. There you go. yeah, I have yeah. made absolutely no progress towards this goal. So that, yeah, need to get back on that. Uh, well, but honestly, per our conversation on the last episode, yeah, maybe, maybe that's not I the don't. right thing to, maybe that's not yeah. the right thing to measure. Yeah. Right. Maybe my goal should be to be able to run a mile without stopping again. You yeah, know? yeah. Because that's more in line with the health goal that I have. Exactly. Um, three was professional development. I think that's probably what I've succeeded at the most because yeah. um, not only has my role changed at work where I now have people reporting to me, so that's development in itself. Yes. Um, but because of that, work has provided a lot of additional development to me and my peers. Um and so we've done, we got together for a conference in Houston for some leadership stuff and some uh, personality assessments, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Yeah. Um, and, but what I'd like to do to step it up a little bit is, oh, but I've also, and I've been shadowing some people within the company. Nice, um, I've nice. I've been doing some training sessions once a month because I kind of lack the financial piece um, of our business. And so just learning like the P&L um, statement. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I need to get better at that. So, but I've started meeting with our CFO for, um, oh, wow. to learn. Yeah. So, um, you know, so that's, I'm doing all the things, you know, so everything's, yeah. everything's coming together. What I would like to do is read a book on some sort of professional development. So, um, I don't know which one yet. Um, and I don't know, maybe if you have some recommendations, I have a suggestion. We'll talk about that here in a minute because I just okay, cool. saw, saw someone um, speak today. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I, I, that's the kind of way I would like to, I think I'm doing fine at it, but to step it up, I would like to do a book, read a book. Um, for my last one was explore new hobbies. Um, (laughs) this one I think is a mixed success because I haven't explored, explored, (laughs) uh, explored, um, new hobbies in the way that I originally thought. Yeah. yeah, like what I thought that meant. Um, but I did technically research jewelry making extensively and then just decided <laughs> not to do it. So I think that counts. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that I, counts. Yeah. I was like, I don't want all these trinkets and I don't want to spend all this money, you know? And so um, I did do plan. that. Yeah. Um, and then I... Um, also, I kind of realized that cooking, I don't, because I enjoy cooking, it isn't 
it isn't that I'm cooking just to survive. I am cooking as something I enjoy. So yeah. that is a hobby. And so I've started exploring that more. I've started being a little more inventive. I've, I've created my own recipe. I, you nice. know, I've started cooking more nights a week um, and just kind of learning new techniques. And like I ate a beet, for, like a raw beet. Like I've ate cooked beets. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never myself prepared a beat, you know? Okay. Okay. And so, you know, just all sorts of things like that. So, um, although it isn't quite what I thought it would be, I think I have, oh, and just like nutrition too. Like I got this sports nutrition book that I've been reading, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm definitely, I'm not, I would, I would say it was a fail if all I was doing was playing video games and watching TV when I came home at night. Yeah. Because that's not really growing. But I don't, I have actually not, I've been, I have not been playing video games very much at all. Um, I've probably played three times in the last 30 days yeah. where I used to play weekly. Um, yeah. And so, and I um, haven't been watching very much TV either. So I think, um, yeah, we're still on, we're trying to watch Westworld. And every time I talk to Thomas, he's like, have you finished it yet? And I'm like, no, we're like on like the third episode of season two or something, you know? And he's like, oh my God, we've watched like four shows by now, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, I don't think it's a fail, but I just think it's a different idea. So I'm okay, okay. with the way it's going right now. Well, good. I'm not, I'm not changing that one right now. I want to. I want to try to get through this nutrition book and this workout book that I got from the library. Yes. So, all right. Cool. Yeah. So that those were my four. Okay. What about you? All right. Well, I had uh, like three sections, which I had little subsections for because I'm oh yeah, <laughs> crazy, um, which is part part of my problem. Uh, the first one <laughs> was to be mindful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. the, the first sub one of that was to meditate every day Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so you you fell off of that one about the same time i fell off of my 30-day challenges i think i did i did it was like probably i did really good i think for january and february and then in march it just kind of like fizzled out um and so i definitely need to get back into that because i feel much better when i when i'm meditating um yeah but but yeah so that one that one i've not done so great on um, but then limit social media and screen time. Now, you know, I'm doing the social media thing for the month where I'm not yeah. doing any social media and I have really been working on this. So, you know, I would yeah. say that if you were to look and see where I was at, you know, at the end of last year versus this year, it would be a huge improvement. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to call that one a win. So yeah. that's kind of a mixed one. Yeah, yeah, because I think you were maybe a little late to get started, but I think this month and last month you have consciously been working on it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the number two was to have a love affair with myself. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the first part of that, though, was to lose 25 pounds. Yeah. Um, now, I have lost 7.2 pounds. Nice. From where I was at, but yeah. I have not done anything recently. Um, but I, much to like we just said, I feel like mm-hmm. maybe this is the wrong way to to yeah. uh, to measure it. So I may actually yeah. retool that one slightly to where mm-hmm. it's not about losing weight; it's more about you know adding nutrition and adding movement into my life, just to yeah. to you know because those are things that are good for my body. Yeah, be healthier. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, the second one was to do something good for my body every day. That one I definitely fell off. <laughs> um, but yeah. that being said, I did do 
other things like I, you know, got into burlesque and, and, and performed and did all this stuff. So, you know, that was not my intention when I wrote that down, but Mm -hmm. I do feel like that falls into that, that general category. Um, and then the other thing was to write down something that I did well every day or to use the awesome playbook that you made for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do need to drag the playbook out again because that is so much fun and always makes me feel so much better when I use it. So I just need to like <laughs> grab it out and, and work on it. But yeah, I did for probably about a month try to write down something every day, but it was just so hard. That was like during the Devin's 117 journals period. <laughs> It was like, it was just so hard to keep track of everything. And, um, so that one, that one died and I'm okay with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm okay with not writing down something every single day. Um, you know, I think, I think you don't necessarily write something down every day, but one thing that me and James did one year, um, that I thought was kind of neat was, uh, just randomly when something good would happen, we would we had a little bowl and uh, that just sat like on the coffee table or whatever and yeah. when something good would happen we would write it on a little piece of paper fold it up and put it in there and then at the end of the year we went back and looked at all the good things that had happened throughout oh, the year that's so cute. yeah so it just happened i mean you know at the end maybe there were 10 things in there so it definitely wasn't every day wasn't even every month but right. it was really cool to go back and be like oh yeah we did like pay off our student loans this year or right, you know yeah. whatever um and so yeah it was really neat to go back and have that i think we might do that again i, I like that. that i like that a yeah. lot yeah. i do have like in my bullet journal i have like a little section for gratitude and so i always I try yeah. to at the at the either the beginning or the end of each day to write something down that I'm grateful mm-hmm. for. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably I mean, the it's kind of it, it is and it isn't because the the original intention of this was to try to like give myself kudos for something that I specifically did. And the idea was like yeah. kind of patting myself on the back being like you did a good job with this today. Yeah. Um and gratitude can be just like I'm just so grateful that not everybody hates me, you know, like, so it could could not necessarily be as self-affirming, but, um, but I don't know. I just feel it was just, it just didn't work. So it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then the third one was to make the time. Mm -hmm. And so prep and plan the week was one of them. And I feel, I think I missed a couple of weeks, but overall I've been doing really well about like putting together, my week in my bullet journal and like, you know, I don't always follow my plan, but at least I've taken some time to like think through the week. So I'll call that one a win. Um, review each day. I struggled with it for a while, but now I'm pretty, pretty on it. Um, where I don't necessarily review at the end of the day each day, but I'll at least review sometime in the day. I'll be like either at the beginning or the end or both depending on on what's going on with me. So I'm definitely getting better about keeping up with, with that and then keep up with weekly buddy time. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> we obviously missed, we haven't missed a week yet. So, um, no, I was actually just complimenting us to James the other day because, you know, I was like, I'm really impressed that we have not, I mean, we just started this on a whim, no planning whatsoever. Right. No, absolutely. We were just like, Hey, let's record, let's record our conversation tonight. And we were like, okay. And so it just <laughs> happened and we have literally done it every single week. We have never been late. Nope. Nope. Never we missed. Have an ep- I mean, on it. yeah, <laughs> we, we've sometimes, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it just jinxed us. 
Um, we've sometimes posted later in the day on Tuesday, but we have always posted on Tuesday, every Tuesday. Yes. And we're 34 episodes in. That's and, pretty good. And, and life has even came up several times, and we've just always planned like this. Like, we're recording this because I'm going to be moving next week. Oh, sorry. Was, was I not supposed to? I'll <laughs> edit bre- that out. You're breaking. You're bre- no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm breaking kayfabe. You're breaking. <laughs> wrestling references now i do i love that i get that Yay. too <laughs> part of, um, i'm part of your world <laughs> Yay. Um. um but yeah so we make arrangements when life happens we right, exactly. make arrangements we plan ahead we you know we do what we're good at mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely so so yeah um, we're awesome high five we are yeah. high five <laughs> <laughs> oh all right. Well, that's good. I think the only thing that I really want to edit out of mine is to work on is to change the losing weight and for that not to be the goal. Like the goal needs to be to, um, and I don't know, but I don't know how to yeah. physically measure it. That's yeah. kind of the problem. Yeah. So I got an idea here. Okay. Cause that's also the only one that I want to change is the one about me losing 30 pounds this year. Right. So let's make it our homework that for the next episode, we bring different ideas. We can research it. We can just brainstorm it, how, whatever you want to do. And it can be one great idea or maybe you have 10 different ideas. But let's just, let's make the next episode a conversation about how we can measure ourselves. Okay. Measure yeah. our health outside of losing weight. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yes. And then that can be our conversation for next episode. All right. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because I want to do the same. I mean, I need to yeah. also research it. So, Well, we've talked about it so much on this podcast. And yeah. I feel like, number one, I feel like it's important for us to do it for ourselves. Number two, I feel like we owe it to our listeners to be sure to frame living well and making progress on health goals in a, in a truly yeah. healthy way. You yes. know, and in, yes. in a non-shameful way. And so yeah. I think that that's an important way to, to come about it, too. So, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, now that we have, you know, kind of followed up on our resolutions, mm-hmm. um, I know that we have a few things to talk about in relation yep. to uh, some of the, it kind of ties into the professional development that you were doing. Yeah. And, um I guess, I don't know, where do we, where do we want to start? Should I start with disc? Should we start with strength finders? Like what should we, okay. should we talk about what we're talking about in general? Like, <laughs> um, yes. So <laughs> I yes, think, yes, all that. yes, okay. yes, yes, no problem. Answer. Um, I think we should kind of, yeah, give a little blurb about what it is, but, and I think I'm going to let you lead because you're the certified teacher person. Um, <laughs> And if I tried to start this conversation, you know, I would just randomly start talking. Um, so there would be no organization to it. So um, we can start with DISC because that's what you're certified in. And then okay. if it leads into strength finders, that's fine. But I'll maybe pepper it in or however it'll fit. That's fine. But yes, so I'll let you start and describe what it is and then kind of go into DISC. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, hi. Hello. <laughs> my, name, my name is Devin. Yeah. I'm a certified uh, everything disc instructor. And yeah. So 
disc and I'm guessing strength finders, even though I don't have any uh, experience with strength finders. So that one is right. a little bit new to me is it's not, I don't want to call it a personality test because I feel like that's not completely accurate as to what it is, mm-hmm. but it's basically a way for, it's an assessment that you take to learn your style of working with others, I guess would be mm-hmm. like the, the best way to put it. And so it kind of, it, it groups everybody into four basic styles. So the idea is that once you take, and it gives you a test, if you, if you go through the assessment, um, you will take an assessment. It's like, it's not that long. <laughs> uh, and then it will put you in one of four quadrants. So you're either going to be a dominance person. So that's somebody who's direct results oriented, firm, strong-willed, forceful kind of person. Um, you might be an influence person. So you might be outgoing and enthusiastic and optimistic and high spirited and lively. Uh, you might be steadiness. So that would be someone who's even tempered, accommodating, patient, humble, and tactful. Um, or you might be conscientious. <laughs> this, this, so hard. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I, I hate that really, one. Yeah. Conscientiousness. <clears throat> conscientiousness. Um, so that's someone who's like analytical, reserved, precise, private, and systematic. So those are like the four basic quadrants. The thing about DISC is that it's not quite that simple because obviously we're all very, we're all human and we have lots of different, um, elements at work. So the type of, or the, the brand of DISC that I'm certified in puts everybody on a wheel. So it basically divides that up into, divides each quadrant up into thirds. And so you'll have an, you know, an ID style, a straight I style, an IS style, or a DI style, or a D style, or a DC style. So it's like, it's almost like a pizza. Like once you look at your wheel, you've got like mm-hmm. DISC, and then you've got like a pizza um, yeah. out and there, everything divided. Yeah. And you say thirds because, um, there's two that don't over the opposite end. So dominance and steadiness don't overlap, right? Right. You can't exactly. Yes. Yeah. And right. influencers and conscientious, just because the personalities are so opposite. Exactly. That, that you can't be both. <laughs> exactly. And as yeah. just like an interesting trivia about this, um, the whole idea of disc was first invented or thought up by, uh, William Marston, who mm-hmm. is the guy who wrote Wonder Woman. So, uh, you know, there, they, they there wrote what? Go. Wonder Woman. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. So there's, uh, yeah. that's your little trivia for the day. Nice. Um, but it's very cool. And if you do the assessment, you'll get like all this extra stuff about your motivators, your stressors. Um, it'll really map where, where you specifically fit. And it'll also sh- like give you some suggestions on working with different styles because mm-hmm. like if you can imagine if you are somebody who is like very patient and accommodating even tempered and then you have someone who is like very firm and strong-willed and forceful working with you like you might clash sometimes especially in a yeah. workplace setting yeah. so you know the other side if you're somebody who's super optimistic and high spirit and you're like go 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 let's make everything happen and it's amazing but you have somebody who's like analytical like show me the facts tell me how you got there yeah are you sure you want to go there let's 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 think about this first like they're gonna clash so the the whole reason for doing this assessment and working with it is is really to improve your relationships at work and um and so that's what we use it for in, in my organization. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, but it also helps you just learn a little bit about yourself and, 
you know, what your, where your comfort zones are, what you're probably naturally really good at and, um, and you know, what you need to, to stretch to, to work hard, to be able to do. Yeah. And And go ahead. I think that, um, not only is it good to learn how to work with other people within your company, but I also think it is good from a leader standpoint for when you're hiring people or building a team, because people's tendency is to hire people that are the same as them. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah. But the, the, actually what you want to do is have a more diverse team because so that you complement each other, because, um, you know, if you have a whole bunch of dominance people or influencers, uh, you don't have any data people, then you're you're just going to be making all these crazy rash decisions, decisions and never actually looking at the data. But then if you have all data people, you're never going to actually make a decision. You're going to be digging into the data all the time. So exactly. Um, this exactly. kind of helps you hire a more complementary team. Yes. And I think that that brings up two things. Number one, that that's absolutely important. And the fact that um, you know, there's no, gr- there's no one great style, right? right. There's not yeah. one style is not better than the other. Everybody yeah. is different and it takes a blend of all of this to be able to like make the world go around. Mm-hmm. So being able to have that on your team is super important. The other thing is that everyone is a natural blend of all of these styles. So it's not like yeah. I, you know, I just spoiler alert. I am steady. I am an S <laughs> I am, I am off the chart S. I am like, I am like, as far as as you can go, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is funny. Like we compliment each other, right? In, which is why we compliment each other. But I wonder how we would do in a work setting. You would hate me. <laughs> you would probably hate me too. Uh, no, I think, I'm, I'm I think that's funny. Now it's fine. Oh, it's that's fine. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah no, like five you years ago, I probably would have been like, yeah, but no, we'd be great now. Oh, okay. Um, but no, so like I'm off the chart, that kind of per, like, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that I can't be outgoing and I can't be optimistic. It right. doesn't mean that I can't like get results. I can do these things and they're part of my personality, but they're just not where I naturally like yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm in my natural place, I'm like, Hey everybody, how's everybody good doing? <laughs> yeah. How's everybody? Is everybody, is okay there anything I could do to help you? Is there with? anything I could do to help you? Do you need help? <laughs> yeah. Just let me know. Just call me anytime that you've got right, my cell yeah. phone number. Yep. <laughs> Like, what? Why? Yeah. Uh, Actually, in taking this assessment, um, which James wasn't there because I took it at work, but um, just kind of where I think James would fit, um, it was kind of interesting and it kind of showed me why we work because he, I think he falls over in the conscientious side (laughs) and I fall in the dominant side. But what's good about those two, the way they complement each other is that uh, dominance people actually like data but they want the bullet points and right, yeah. conscientious people want to get to research all the pieces. And so it works out because when me and James want to do something, I'm like, Hey, go research this and then bring me the report. And so, you know, like that's what he enjoys doing. He will spend yes. an entire day researching something and then he'll come to me and he'll be like, well, these are our best options and here's why. And he'll give me the bullet points. And then I'm like, yep, okay, make a decision. We're good. Let's go. And then, you know, I move us forward. And so it's like, that's why we're complimentary is because we ha- we share that data co- connection, you know, but right. we're on different ends of it. So, right. yeah, I thought that was really cool. Exactly. And I feel like that's, uh, so you're, you decided you were a D. You didn't do the assessment, but like based on, based on everything, like, you were a D, right? Or did you do an assessment? 
No, we did not. So the way, because they actually work, um, because all these things cost money (laughs) if your company does them. Uh, So work actually paid for Strength Finders, but they wanted us to show us kind of the disc idea. And so they did just a very quick, it was like a one hour presentation. Um, They had the four things with like maybe four or five attributes under those things. And they just told us like, okay, in five minutes, read those and tell me which one you fit in. Um, So I actually didn't think off the descriptors, I didn't necessarily think I fit all the way in D. I was kind of actually torn between influencer and D. Right. I would Um, say you're probably either a DI or an ID would be my guess. Or what? An I. A DI or an ID, like you're oh, probably yeah, yeah. there on that, on that, like on yeah. the border between those two. Yeah, exactly. And so, because part of influencer is you like dealing with people <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. Um, and you're and super so, optimistic and you have lots yeah. of energy and you're passionate. And those are all things that I feel uh, very much describe you, but also you're very competitive and you, you know, you yes. want results and you want to get to the point of things. So I feel yeah. like you're probably like right there. Yeah. And so, because one of the things that's a turnoff for me for influencer is that influencers, um, they're idea people, but they don't actually care about seeing it through. So they're right. like, oh, I'm like, my boss is an influencer. And yeah, so he, yeah. he comes out of his office, he throws five ideas at me and then goes off and eats a sandwich and doesn't even remember what we talked about, you know? <laughs> and so then I'm left like taking these five ideas and then determining are they good or not? And, you know, is this, a good, you know, or whatever and doing yeah. the, following them through. Um, and so that's what turns me off about influencers. So that's what puts me a little in the dominance is because I am someone that like takes charge and gets things done. Like, like we talked about with me speaking first, like if you ask a question, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, it's not that I have to be, Oh, actually. <laughs> so whenever we take a tour, like we love going on ghost tours or taking a tour of, um, like mansions or castles yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? I have to be in the front of the group. I have to oh be. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. You're such um, a D. The what? You're such a D. I always I have know. to be like, I either have to be in the back or like in the middle somewhere where nobody <laughs> can notice me. And like, whenever people are asking questions, like I may have a question, but I always yeah. have to wait until somebody else goes first. I will never, <laughs> I will never go first. I will never yeah. go first yeah. ever, ever. So I say I don't have to be in the front, but it obviously in physical, physically, I do have to be in the front, but, um, it isn't that I have to speak first when asked a question, but I'm not patient. So I'm like, right. okay, let's, let's get, let's get this over with. Let's, let's talk about this. And so, so when I ask a question, if there's any kind of pause, I'm answering, you know? Right. Right. Um, and so that, and that's the dominance piece, but, um, oh, so anyway, so what kind of put me, the way she also described it was she had, uh, dominance and influencer at the top and, uh, steadiness and, uh, conscientious at the bottom. And, right. and she said that, um, oh, and, and so if you go to the right, that's, d- uh, dominance and conscientious. And she said, those are, if you go to the right, that's data people, I think. And then if you go to the left, that's not as much data, which is influencer and stainless. But then yeah. if you go to the top, there's your people persons. Right. And right. if you go to the bottom, that's your non-people person. So I knew I'm a people person. So I was like, okay, I know I'm in the top. So I'm either influencer or dominance. And then when she said data, I was like, okay, but I am data. So the quadrant I fit in, I actually based it more on I'm a data people person, which put me in dominance. Right. Because right. influencer would be... Um, not data, but people person. Right. So I do like the data. So that's how I based it more on that. But anyway, uh, 
So that was the extent of the conversation that we had on desk. Ah, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah. She put us in four groups in the corners of the room and then had us just as a group come up with buzzwords that we felt fit us. And then we talked about it and she kind of explained, um, you know, like why someone is this way and then what they work the best with, you know, yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, you know, she kind of went into that, but yeah. So yeah, if I actually took the test, who knows, but that was my, you know, 30 second Assessment. Sure, sure, absolutely. <laughs> Where I thought I fit in. And you were doing this as a framework for the strength finders thing. And so yes. I'm kind of interested to know more about that because this is something that, that is new to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can talk about that. Okay. Um, so what strength finders is, is it is a test that you take and it's, it's actually really stressful because it's one of those that I don't know how many questions are on it. It's like, I don't know, 40 questions or plus 40 to 60 questions or something. And you're timed so you only have 20 seconds to answer each question oh man yeah the reason they do that is because people uh they want you to go on your instinct because you know if especially when people take this for work people tend to try to skew their answers for what they think so if they're trying to get promoted and the question is you know i love leading people or i'd rather sit in a room and keep to myself they're gonna pick even if their instinct is to pick i want to sit in a room and play the, with a computer by myself um they're gonna pick i love leading people because they're trying to get promoted right right and so um they put that pressure on you to pick what you think your instinct and then move on uh they don't want you to think about it and try to scheme it so that's why they do it so i get it but it was like super stressful right <laughs> um, right because honestly and we talked about this before i'm a slow reader and so <laughs> I would be like still trying to read the question and that would give me like five seconds to pick an answer. And I was like, Oh my God. Um, but anyway, so after you take your test, you get third, there are 34, just to interrupt for just a quick minute. Is this like the Clifton strengths? Um, okay. That is what it is. Yeah. I got it. Um, okay. So 34, you get 34 attributes. Um, and they rank them based on your answers. And so the idea is your number one, not that it doesn't necessarily mean that number one is your absolute strongest, but probably your top 10 are definitely, definitely your top. And then your, your bottom five are definitely like your weakest points. Um, right. And then from these 34 attributes, they group them into uh, themes, which are executing, influencing relationship building and strategic thinking. So they, um, group them into different types. So just really quick, um, I want to go over at least my top five and then depending on time, I may do top 10, but this episode's already running along. Yeah. So um, I'll do my top five real quick. So okay. <laughs> with no surprise to anyone, uh, my very first attribute was uh, competition. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, I would say you're probably DI then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um so I won't go into that because everyone knows what competition is. But the next one is restorative. So okay. what it says for restorative is people exceptionally talented in the uh, restorative theme are adept at dealing with problems. They are good at figuring out what is wrong and resolving it. So that's kind of what I was speaking to in our last episode when I mentioned um, being self-aware is it isn't that we both know that from a uh, mental like awareness like, I'm not the most, like, I don't meditate and I don't do, like, th- those kinds of self-aware things. Yeah. But I think I tend to be self-aware of what's going on because I, because I'm restorative, because I am good at root causing. So, I, if I 
um, you know, if I'm, if I'm not sleeping well, then I'll be like, well, did I have too much caffeine? Did I uh, right. play a video game too late? You know, or whatever. So that's just like my natural thing to do. So I think that's kind of where that comes from. Um, number three was strategic. So obviously, um, you know, people exceptionally talented in the strategic theme create alternative ways to proceed. And um, so usually when I'm faced up against an issue, you know, I'm like, okay, well, we could do it this way or we could do it that way. And that actually comes a lot across in work because um, there are people that I work with that are very black and white. This is the process and this is how we will do it. Um, But I think what makes me... Those are your C's. (laughs) Yes, yes, you're right. (laughs) Um, And so what makes me good as a leader, I think, in my opinion, is that a lot of times um, when I'm working with a team on something and they'll be like, Hey, I'm really thinking about doing it this way. Well, you know, so I'll talk through them, the pros and cons, but then I'll be like, yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, you know, that's, that's not the way I would do it. I mean, that's not what I would say, but you know, that's not the way that was in my, that's how I would do it, but you know, whatever you do, whatever the hell you want to. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what's important, what's important to me is that we get the results. Right. So if they want to go a different way to get the results, that's fine. I don't care. You know? So that, okay. Um, this one I thought was really interesting. Uh, number four is relator. And it says, um, the relator theme enjoys close relationships with others. They find deep satisfaction in working hard with friends to achieve a goal. But the guy that was, um, I don't know if this is specific to just relator or if it was a combination of some of the other stuff but the teacher guy that was doing this he's been doing it for like i don't know 20 years or something and he can just look at your traits and he can tell you exactly who you are it was amazing wow Um, and i will get to that in a second but because he made a comment to me which relates back to my hobbies um resolution but he said um that a relator often has a deep relationship with very few people. So oh, okay. they, they don't let other people in. Um, so they'll have like two or three close friends right. and then everyone else it's like, I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> and that happens to me a lot uh, because I don't care. Like at work, I'm very personable and I'm very social, but I don't care about your personal stuff. You know, like I don't want to know... Yeah anything about what you did this weekend i don't want to know blah 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 oh my you know? god you were such a d <laughs> um, such a d yeah. i know um and so i thought that was very interesting because i do find it very hard to get close to people like i just don't feel i don't want to share things like i don't feel it's not that um i feel absent you know it's not like i'm like longing for this deep relationship i don't want to share things and so right. um I, th- I think that's hard for me. And so that, I thought that was very interesting that he pointed that out, um, which is hard about moving away because yeah. I've invested really hard in these relationships. And then now I've moved away and I'm not going to just go meet someone, you know, I'm not going to go talk to my neighbor. Or I'm not going to go meet someone at a bar just to hang out with. Like, I'm just right, not, of course. That's, yeah. that's not, that's not who I am. So, um, okay. Number five was significance which uh, significance themes wants to make a big impact. They are independent and prioritize projects based on how much influence they will have on their organization or people around them. Um, and a comment that he made about significance is he said, uh, people with that have the significant trait high up in their ranking, um, ha- they have to be um, noticed or like they, they have to be told that they're doing a good job. Because 
if not, if your boss doesn't say, you know, oh, that was a really good project, or hey, you're really turning things around here, or you're, you know, if they don't recognize them in some way, then they don't, then they are wonder, like, and, and the work I'm doing, is it making a difference? Right. And that right. is 100% me. Like, nothing makes me happier oh, than to get man. an email. Yeah. That for me to get an email from someone that said, you know, like, hey, you know, you really helped me out. You made a difference. Um, and that's all I need. And I am just like, yes, I have accomplished my goal. I am done. You know, that kind of thing. That's so funny. Yeah. 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 And so I was like, yes, yes, that makes total sense. You know? Um, and so the other ones, I don't, you know, I, we're running short on time, so I'll kind of skip because that was the top five. But yeah. uh, one I did want to point out was num- my number 10 was self-assurance, which is the self-confidence. And so uh, then that was when I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty self-confident. <laughs> you know? um, but the comment when he was doing my assessment kind of based on my traits, um, the thing he said is because I am so competitive, um, it can sometimes hinder me because I won't take on a project if I don't think I can succeed. So if right. I can't be the best, I'm not going to even do it. And yeah. I a hundred, I mean, I, that has been a problem in my life so many times because, and I think that's part of the hobby thing because even like, even something like simple, like knitting, you know, I'm like, well, if I can't knit the best sweater, I don't even want to do it. Oh you know, <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's not right. What's, technically in my head but that's what i'm telling that's subconsciously that's what i'm thinking sure you know? of course of course yeah. and so um when he said that i was like oh my gosh that is why i can't have a hobby is because yeah. if i don't know that i'll be good at it i don't want to do it yeah yeah um so i thought that was very interesting but um and to kind of touch on so <laughs> my number 33, so there's 34, so there's one below it, but number 33 is empathy <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah. Wow. And then, um, which I don't think you may not see that because of our relationship. Like right, I right. try to be empathetic to what's going on t- for you, but you there's do. definitely, there's definitely conversations at work where someone's like, like this <laughs> One time I, I, um, this vendor wasn't performing and I reported him basically to his boss and was like, Hey, we need action here. This guy's not doing anything, blah, blah, blah. He called me so pissed and he was like, um, how could you report me to my boss? I mean, I have a family that I have to take care of, you know, like you, you could get me fired. And my response was, well, then you should do your job. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And I, 100% don't feel bad at all about that. You know, like that is my perspective on things. And so, yeah, yeah. I think you, you, (laughs) you don't see it because you're my friend, but people that are outside (laughs) of my group, definitely probably like my mom has seriously called me cold hearted when I was younger. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I think that's why, um, the other one that was low, the only, the last thing I'll say is, um, Number 32 for me was, they call it woo, but it's just, um, yeah, I don't know why, (laughs) but, uh, the description on that is the woo theme, uh, love the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over. They derive satisfaction from breaking the ice and making a connection with someone. And so what he said about that was like, woo people love the idea of going to a party and they'll just be floating around the room and talking to everybody and meeting everybody. And by the end, they're best friends with everybody in the room. Um, and so, you know, and I told him, I was like, no, you know, that's definitely not me because my first question when someone says they're having a party, 
my first question is who's going to be there because if there's not enough people there that I know then I'm not going to go right right exactly Um, yeah and so I thought that was interesting but um so of the um themes you know I remember the um executing uh influencing relationship building and strategic thinking um of those in my top 10 i was actually pretty even i had three executing um three influencing three strategic thinking but i only had one relationship building and um (laughs) i i think that makes sense i mean i think i get along with everybody um right but and like i said i am personable so if people approach me then I'm going to be like, oh, hey, yeah, good morning. What's going on? Blah, of blah, course, blah. yeah. Yeah, but um, if I had my choice, I would come in, I would not talk to anybody, and I don't want to build a relationship with people at work. So I think right. that totally makes sense. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I don't know kind of if that kind of explained it well enough or not, but... No, I um, think it does, it does. And I actually, I'll put the link in show notes, but there's a place where you can go and you can actually do this yourself. Uh, and it's okay. not that expensive. It's like 20 bucks. If you just do the, for those who want a basic understanding of what they do best. Um, oh, nice. So, uh, that might be cool. I might actually do that to see what, how mine, how mine align. Yeah. Um, I bet you'll be completely opposite, which would be hilarious. Yep. <laughs> but I did send you something, Stacey, in, in, uh, oh. in the Slack, uh, yeah. which is like, so kind of, and this kind of gives you an idea. This is my, my wheel, my disc wheel. Yeah, and I'll and I'll put this on the image for the um, for the show. <laughs> you are so far support. Yeah, I'm so that far support even... that I'm like off the chart support. <laughs> but uh, the I, <laughs> the way that it and I feel like what you just said falls into these categories. So basically, mm-hmm. it's like you look at this as like a wheel. Your dot could be like wherever, but it's it's showing where you land based on the different priorities around it. So yes. like the D's three priorities are challenge results and action. The yes. I's priorities are action, enthusiasm, and collaboration. Yes. S collaboration, support, and stability. C stability, accuracy, and challenge. So it makes sense because so mm-hmm. many of the things that you were talking about were very results oriented. Yes. So that would be where, where you probably are. Yeah. You know, 100%. Like I, if I'm doing something, I have to have a way to measure it to determine how I'm doing. And it's, if there's people I can compete against, well, that's even better. And, <laughs> you know, like, I think that's why I liked doing spin class because oh my the, God. during the class, they put no. your rankings up on the board. Now it's anonymous. I mean, you can choose to put your real name, but most people have a screen name, so they don't actually, so it's not embarrassing, you know, if you just really right. do terrible, but yeah. So it was really fun. Um, and then um, sounds like hell to me. <laughs> the, yeah, the thing well, see, I don't like, care about. Oh, and well, Thomas I think is also a D, even though he's yeah. never taken the test. And yeah. uh, like, so Code Names is a very competitive game, right? Yes. Yeah. The Harry Potter version of Code Names is like literally there's no there's no adversarial way you can play it. It's like you get on a team and you like help each other come up with the answers. And oh. I'm like, I love this game. And he's like, you would. <laughs> So I feel like those two de- those two different versions of code names best yeah. describe the difference between a D and an S. Yes, yes. So um, the the things on here, the two that stick out to me as things that I um, either have no interest in or hate, or is actually um, stability and support. Um, <laughs> I, 
I have no interest in stability. I am totally, one of the things I am most known for at work is just trying new things. Like just randomly coming in and being like, I have an idea. Let's try this. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, are you sure we might not, this might happen or this might happen. And I'm like, let's do it. So like I I rank high on risk taking. Um, And so I don't care about stability. It's not a question because if something goes wrong, we can just fix it. So I don't care about stability. Um, (laughs) In fact, that's my kind of outlook on life because I've always said like, you know, when there's been threatened of like layoffs or, you know, someone's like, oh, but what if you get fired? I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do something to try to get fired, but I I guess I should use the example of layoffs, but it like, you know, if someone's like, oh my gosh, you know, what happens if you get laid off or something? um, You know, I'd be like, yeah, that's just an opportunity to to change my career you know like that's just a kick in the butt to try something new um so i just don't fear lack of stability but um and support i hate support like uh, when i was talking about (laughs) when i was talking about me and my peer being completely opposites um something that he loves to do he loves data but he he loves like he does our weekly report that just reports out the metrics every yep, single week. Yep, yep. Um, now I love looking at the report, um, <laughs> but if I had to go, like he has to go to like six different places and get yep. this information and pull it in together. Yep. And if I, I would shoot myself if I had to do oh that. Oh my god, day. that's hilarious. <laughs> that's the kind of thing I love to do. Oh no, <laughs> because. Now, if you were telling me, Stacey, uh, analyze these six reports and give me a summary, I could do that. Right, but right. But just the admin task of going to get something and then just moving it over here, I can't. And yeah, that's see, what I have no actually, problem with that. No oh, problem with that. Oh, see, I have to have significance, you know? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the thing that was like the straw that broke the camel's back when I was, I was an office manager for a short time at an architecture firm because I was... It was a very small firm. We only had five people. And so I was doing technical writing for the construction documents, but I was also the office manager. And um, the one of the architects came out and was making a copy, and the printer ran out of paper. And there was paper stacked up right beside the printer. And he turns to me, and he says, oh, hey, the printer's out of paper, and then walks off. And oh I was God. just like, are you effing kidding me? And I think... <laughs> I think part of that is a feminist thing, at least from my perspective. Well, of course, that, yes, yes. Yeah, so I think it is part of that. Like, are you just telling me, are you just telling me to load the printer because I'm female? Or is it that you, you know, I don't know. So I have a hard time drawing that line um, between what's appropriate for me to do and what's uh, just because I'm a female to do. Right, um, right. So that's, I think, why I have a problem with some support tasks, because yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm not I'm not providing value, I guess. When it is value, I don't want to downplay what you do and what you it's like okay, to do, because I know fine. I just I just pooped all over it. But, I don't ever do um, anything. It's okay. None of it's meaningful. But there, it's fine. there needs to be, you know, someone has to gather that information. So you are providing value. Um, you <laughs> know, someone's got to do the dirty work. Someone's got to <laughs> someone's got to dig the fucking tunnels underneath oh, the nuclear reactor. It's fine. Yeah, I'm probably just digging myself in a hole here, but. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I, all I want is, you know, I just, you know, there's a certain task I'm not made for. I could never be an admin. But no, I mean, that goes back to the idea that all these styles are the same, like, and not the same, yeah. but that they are equally important. Yes. And the fact yes, that everybody absolutely. has an equal importance. It's just some people are like making the decisions and some people are like, I just want to make sure everybody's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
yeah <laughs> you know well and like so, my cousin she her career for the longest time i think she's went over to marketing now but for the longest time she was an executive assistant right um, which is totally a support role yeah and she loved it i mean she was yeah because she, she loved making sure that people were taken care of so if that meant running out and getting um you know lunch for the team right like she was right. ecstatic to do that that exactly. was what, you know um but to me i'd be like i don't want to go get lunch for the team i want to be in the meeting you right know? and so it's just yeah just different personality types exactly exactly yeah. but um but i do think it's interesting to think about things from you know from a feminist perspective and does it mm-hmm. mean anything different um if you're a woman etc and i do think that that is something to consider and we had a so i i went into work today i don't know normally go to work on fridays because i'm not yeah. supposed to be there but i did go today because they were having we have something called the women's network now at my job oh, cool. and uh so they've started trying to like you know work on this whole thing with diversity and and yeah. uh and women leaders and nice, uh, nice. so susan packard who is one of the co-founders of hgtv came and talked to us yeah. and she talked a little bit about her most recent book which was fully human mm-hmm. and uh and it was really interesting because it really did talk about kind of being strong and being somebody who is a powerful woman but also you know what are things that are associated with femininity that are almost looked down upon in the workplace, but are really a vital part. So like being emotionally intelligent, for example, is something that women probably, you know, do better, a better job of, um, historically just because of the societal norms around gender and the idea that men aren't supposed to understand emotions, blah, 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 blah. Like it's probably not actually accurate, but it's the way that society tells us to do things. Right. And, um, and so, I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. So you were saying, you know, you needed a book suggestion yeah. for like professional development. So there's my suggestion I sent to you. <laughs> Can I put it in yeah. show notes too? Okay. Um, I think that is perfect because yeah, that was the exact conversation because as me and my boss were talking about development, um, you know, like I said, in the last episode, we um, were talking about the lack of people that there is for me to shadow professional women um and we specifically talked about um how if you like i tend to come across as um like because i'm happy and i'm optimistic and i'm kind of bubbly you know like people see that as um i think a lot of people think i'm younger than i am because of that and so that can be looked down upon, not from like, oh, you're not good enough, but that, you know, oh, you're not old enough, maybe. Right. You don't um, have the right experience or the grit or the whatever. Yeah. 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 And so, but the p- point I brought up was also, um, I don't want to be on the opposite side because I could, I could very much come to work and be very stern and be very, uh, you know, I could show, like I said, I often hide my confidence, um, right. so that I don't yeah. come across the wrong way, but I could show that. And, um, but then you come across as a, a, a B-I-T-C-H, you know? And so, (laughs) you know, and so there's two extremes and I feel like it's very hard to find someone in the middle. So not only do I not have very many people to, um, shadow, but finding that mix, even if I did have a female leader, it's, they're likely not the right mix, you know? Right. Right. Um, Exactly. And so that's hard. And then he, and he recognized, he was like, look, you know, I'm not really the guy to have this conversation because he's, uh, well, one, he's a guy. And then two, he's, um, I don't know how old he is, but let's say he's like middle to late fifties, you know? So he's like, 
I'm from a different generation where, you know, men were stuffy, they wore suits, you know, like, he's yeah. like, it's just, things are changing. And he's, he's like, I don't know his point, you know, his, his point is like, I don't know really what to tell you other than we need to, we'll just find you a mentor, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is perfect for what I'm looking for is, you know, how to still be, how to be myself without going to the other extreme, but yes. still come across as professional kind of thing. Yes. And I do think that if he's willing to help you find a mentor, that's the most important thing. Because for me and my professional development, probably the most important Mm -hmm. things that happened to me were whenever I had women leaders who were, who kind of took me under their wing and helped me grow, you know? And that's like, I mean, I would not be where I am today. If it wasn't for Jamie Damron, I'll just go ahead. I'll, I'll call her out because she, she was my boss for, for many years and Uh, and then even after that, she was my mentor and like, she literally taught me everything I know about training and development. And, um, she was, is just an awesome lady. And, uh, you know, and she's, she is a very, she's also very D centric. So she's on the other side, (laughs) you know, and she's actually why I know, I think how to professionally deal with a lot of different styles because she and I we're so opposed and, and we really did clash when we first started working together. Yeah. And it was like, we had to learn how to, how to, how to work with each other. But she was just such a great influence on me. And I think that, you know, you can go to the classes and you can learn stuff, but there is nothing better than being able to have a person who's been there, who's lived it and it can like give you tips like yeah. on, on how to, move yourself through through the professional world yeah yeah so awesome this cool. is a pretty good episode i think yeah i think so too this is me being good. uh this is me good having stuff. some confidence <laughs> some good stuff good. yeah that's what Yay. i like so i like right. to hear well if anyone is interested out there's plenty of information in show notes so you can look at that on weeklybuddytime.com um yes. so please do and you know i'm I kind of am half-heartedly saying this, but like if, if people are truly interested in like going through a disc sec, like if you work for a, a company and they're interested in doing a session for disc where everybody goes through the assessment and you guys can do like a workshop on it, like I am certified. I'm happy to, to travel and do these things. Uh, so contact me, um, Devin Corinne at gmail.com. I, I can hook you up. Yes. Hey, I think, um, have you heard of that, uh, W... FF the women's food oh it's food service never mind I was gonna, oh but you have the food service side of your yeah company. no we have like I'm right. a service safe I'm also a certified service safe instructor if you need good, anybody good. to be service safe certified <laughs> you can do all sorts of things I could uh, I can certify them all in food safety and then we can talk about disc uh, yeah. we can we can make this a, a package deal yeah yeah I was thinking it'd be cool if we could go to if we could convince our companies to send us both to a, a women's food service forum event together. Uh, oh, that, that would be would a lot be of fun. Cool. Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, if, maybe. Hmm? I said we might be able to make, I might be able to convince somebody to do that. But yeah, that's true. So if I go, I'm going to one that's just like a day session here um, in Chicago. But um, I don't know that that's, I mean, that would be cool if you could fly up for that. But um, hey, maybe you could. And then you could just hang out for the weekend. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe I can get All them right. to pay for my flight. We'll mm. talk about this offline. Mm. <laughs> We'll, we'll scheme about this offline. Scheming, scheming. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. All right. Well, 
I think that does it for our uh, mid-year check-in with a bonus yes. of personality styles. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yep. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, yep. Give us feedback. Uh, what do they call it? Rate and review or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Likes, like, like us on Facebook. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> do the thing. Do the do the thing. Do Give us love. the thing. Give us love. <laughs> Give us love. All right. I love you, Stacy. Right. Love you too, Devin. Bye. Bye. Weekly buddy time. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Please listen at weeklybuddytime.com. Do, do. That was like right on it, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, perfect. A Hoots Media production. Hoot, 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 hoot